272 global from Asia. Talk about Facebook ads for Amazon sellers, the top mistakes people make. Welcome to the Global From Asia podcast, where the daunting process of running an international business is broken down into straight up actionable advice. And now, your host, Michael Michelini. Thank you, everybody, for tuning into episode 272 of Global From Asia. I am re-recording this because my laptop doesn't like to be recording in the backseat of a car. But actually, this laptop is older than my son, <laughs> for real. And uh, I have a new one, finally. So hopefully, I don't need to re-record everything. But, Dave, what's the back... What's what's this service we're in? We're in the backseat of your car, and there's some dude that met us in a parking lot and uh, drove your car? Daija. Daija. So basically, this dude rolled up in the back uh, into an underground parking lot in Shenzhen after our Gulf Asia VIP dinner meeting and then he put his folding bicycle in the back in the trunk and then we sit in the back he actually has this like kind of condom thing that goes on slips on the back of the uh the chair and i guess he doesn't so his dirtiness doesn't get on your car dave is that what it's for guys this just provides you of a, of a feeling of taken care of and that you're being provided with a you know they take extra care to make sure your vehicle is not dirtied in any way so it's just making sure that this bicycle dude doesn't get his dirty dirty stuff on your driver's seat anyway so today's show we have Thomas Pruchinski from landingcube.com it's a pretty awesome landing page software for Amazon sellers we'll talk about it in the show I, I'm very happy to promote them and they give amazing content their blog is really amazing and they've also come to our global Asia events such as Summit and uh, cross-border matchmaker so I really appreciate that um, in addition to Thomas I also know David Heenberger the developer behind it and founder of Landing Cube. So it's great to have these uh, finally on the show because he's been active in our community and our events. So we talk about the common mistake sellers make when they get their Facebook ads going. So it's just tune in and as always show notes and photos and everything else at globalfromasia.com slash episode 272. Are you looking for an amazing event to go to? Do you like Global From Asia and want to support? Then we would love to see you at the Cross Border Summit. A little bit less than a month away. It is going to be in Guangzhou, China, October 22nd and 23rd, 2019. 20 plus speakers and a great group of business owners doing cross-border trade, Amazon import trades and more so while we are in the backseat of this car i'm just doing a little click plug to let you all know it'll be amazing to see some of you there we try our best to bring as much value as possible in those two days and we are at crossbordersummit.com if you want to go right there slash china because we're looking at doing it in different locations around the world 
for the years to come. Thank you so much. See you there. Okay, thank you everybody. Tuning in another Global from Asia podcast. We are here talking Amazon and Facebook uh, with an expert that's helped us out in the show uh, in our case study or our real business in Cisitano and Thomas and the uh, and his the team at Landing Cube, David Hamburger and everybody has been always supportive of the community and it's a pleasure to finally get you on the show, Thomas Pruchinski from Landing Cube. Yes, thanks for having me, Mike. Yeah, just just like I said, I do appreciate your guys' efforts uh, to help out with the Sistano Facebook ads when we had this campaign rolling, and it, and it really did make quite a big difference with getting traction. I know everybody's always struggling how to launch on Amazon. Launch on Amazon. Everybody's always fighting over each other on Amazon ads, and there's so many services and experts in Amazon. PPC and paid ads um, for, of course, Amazon. But I still think there's opportunity, maybe before we get into it, we're going to talk about the three common mistakes Amazon sellers make on Facebook. But I guess the first one right off the bat, if it's okay to just jump right in. (laughs) I gotten lately people in our community saying even Facebook is too expensive now for Mm. Amazon products. Um, You know, it's been a couple of years since you helped us with the campaign um what would you say now i mean we're in 2000 and towards the end of 2019 i mean this seems like there's still opportunity right yeah there's i mean there's still opportunity um like it's whether it's too expensive or not i mean that that all depends on what your you know what your budget is sure. i would say it's it it is kind of hard to give a generic make, answer yeah. well no it's it's hard to to make a profit from you know when you consider the, the facebook ad costs plus you know all your other costs your product costs um for promoting amazon products with facebook ads okay so then the strategy for sellers should be making a profit or is this for launch do you think or ongoing or traction or velocity or what would be the first, I guess this is a good way to start before we get into the mistakes. What's the, what's the, yeah. what's the goal for a seller on Am- what doing Facebook ads? I think the, the most, the most reachable goal, the most sensible goal is to, is to boost rankings with the, you know, with the, the sales you're going to get from the Facebook ads. And then, you know, that's going to give you more organic traffic and more organic sales. Plus, plus if you're building a list, um, you know, let's say you plan to launch a few more products in the future. If you build up a email list or messenger list, having that list is going to make it a lot easier and more profitable the next time you launch a product. Sure. Sure. So, uh, I don't mind helping I mean, I'll promote you guys for you. Uh, you know, you guys always deliver so much value, but I think a lot of people don't know why to even use a landing page or a service like yours. I'll just speak for you and you can say if I'm wrong or right, but sure, so, yeah. first of all, a lot of, I, well, you're actually, I'm taking some of the mistakes, but people don't realize, I guess we can get to that, but basically so many people think they can just drive traffic direct to Amazon and uh, they're missing out on quite a bit. We'll talk, maybe we can do that one first then. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think I went out of order here, but I think 
using whether it's your service or, or other, of course, people could set up their own WordPress landing pages or, or other landing pages. But I think um, why would people, you know, why do people make this mistake? The mistake you say of driving traffic straight to Amazon, people think, Hey, I'm just, I sell on Amazon. I don't have a really good website. I'm not good at websites, blah, blah, blah. You know, that, why is that a mistake? Um, well, the, I mean, the, the real key to, to Facebook ads and really digital advertising in general is, um, you know, testing and tracking data and retargeting. And if you're, if you just send them straight to Amazon, you're not able to place a pixel to, to really track your results and, uh, you're not able to build retargeting audiences. True. And I think the other is, uh, is capturing email. Yep. Yeah. You're not able to, to capture emails if you're just sending them straight to Amazon. So So then when, when someone lands on, when someone lands on your Amazon listing, I mean, if they're coming from Facebook, the chances that they're going to convert right then and there is usually less than, you know, someone searching on Amazon because if, if you're on, I mean, think about, think about, you know, someone's intent when they're searching on Amazon, they're, they're in buyer mode. Um, you know, they're, they're further along the, the buyer journey, if you will. Um, so the conversion rates are going to be higher than, you know, someone who sees a Facebook ad. And even if it's a great Facebook ad, I mean, they're probably not, they're probably not going to, you know, get their credit card out and buy right then and there. They're, you know, they're more browsing or something like that. Um, so if you're sending them straight to Amazon from Facebook, the, the conversion rates are probably going to be lower and that does not, uh, that does not help your, help your rankings. Um, whereas, you know, if you drive them to a landing page, one, you can capture the, capture the email and you know, the, um, besides for the email capture, the landing page, on the one hand, it, it just serves to kind of filter the traffic so that, you know, the people can read about the product and if they're interested in, you know, the ones that do click through and go to Amazon are going to be more likely to buy because, you know, they've, they've been introduced to the product already. Um, whereas, you know, the people that aren't interested are just going to bounce off the landing page and never hit your, hit your Amazon listing. So then, you know, that, that helps your conversion rates go up which positively, you know, benefits your rankings. Make, makes sense. I think you probably see quite a lot of data, which is probably awesome. And uh, I wonder what you think of, uh, are people so, I think the typical landing page, which in you know, landing cube help with is you import the Amazon data or listing data mm-hmm. into, a, into a landing page and kind yeah. of um, optimize the flow so it looks the the layout's more like a website than looking like an Amazon uh, mm-hmm. like exact page and so you're still trying to send them to buy right even or are you trying to get them to like an ebook or to a funnel or upsell no, no, no. Yeah, you're still I sending mean, the, them to the you're still sending them to the Amazon listing to buy right. right the you know the goal is purchase and on the on the landing pages we also um you know, give out coupon codes. So that further incentivizes purchase. Yep. 
which is something you can't do if you send them direct to Amazon too, right? So Right, right. So it's kind of like a combo. It's like, hey, guys, you want this awesome, I don't know, I'm looking at a keyboard. Buy this keyboard um, on that Facebook. So it's the call to actually purchase in Facebook ad. Then it would click it, it would go to like a landing page or a landing cube service like yours. We'll talk about that maybe more at the end. But uh, it goes to a landing page, and then they say, if you want this coupon, Mm, can we talk about how much you can give nowadays or is that even something you can, is, I mean, how much is a normal coupon nowadays uh, for late, like TOS or, or, you know, getting the maximum conversion to TOS or mm-hmm. verified review, all this stuff, right? Like what's the optimal coupon? Yeah. I mean, for, in terms of like, highest conversion rates on the coupon take rate from, you know, according to our data, it's around 70%, 70, 75%. Off. So then they're paying uh, 25 to 30% of the yeah. normal price. Yeah. Does that still count as a verified review? You can't get a, you can't, you cannot get a verified review from that. Okay. No. So yeah, for verified reviews, it's gotta be, um, you know, 20, 30%. Uh, yeah. From, from what we know, 30% is the cutoff, but we've heard, you know, we've heard a bunch of people, you know, with different takes on that. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if Amazon like tests different different percentages for different segments or something like that. But yeah, they don't, they're not, they don't publish that. Yeah. Okay. And so yeah, I, I guess just to reiterate the first, well, I switched the order. Sorry, I'll have to update my notes. But the first mistake is uh, we're talking about is people sending traffic directly to Amazon from Facebook. So of course, using some either your software or other 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 solutions, um, people could then send it to a, a landing page, coupon code, Facebook pixel, email address is the three things they're trying to capture, right? Yeah, so the... Coupon code, contact info, and retargeting. And, um, you know, another, so besides for the landing page, something that, you know, has been pretty popular these days and, you know, we've seen it do pretty well is JSON messenger ads. So instead of, instead of going to a landing page, it just opens up a, a chat bot straight from the ad within, within Facebook messenger. And then, you know, you can send the coupon code through Messenger and then they go to Amazon right through there. True. Yeah, I mean, that is pretty um, popular. I haven't done that myself, honestly, but mm. I'm still old-fashioned. I got I to – but yeah, it just seems like the bots are the future, right? Facebook bots or any kind of bots. I mean, we yeah. – uh, I mean, they – Facebook just, like, introduced a new policy – which makes it a little less compelling um, in that you know you used to be able to used to be able to message used to be able to send like you know messages to anyone on your list but now like for promotions but now you can only do that within a very limited time frame and then after that you have to send a sponsored message if it's a, if it's promotional material so you know if you're if you're launching a new product and offering a discount, you you'll have to you know do that as a sponsored message. So you got to pay for it. 
Oh man, yeah, this is the whole problem with the gateways. Mm-hmm. These, uh, these, um, you know, these gatekeepers is the word. I mean, we're just feels like we're just stuck bouncing between Facebook and Amazon and Google. <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah, it's like crazy. But yeah, uh, I think I think that's you know, like people were people were saying, oh, you know, Messenger is going to take over email, and I think you're probably on the on the right track there thinking that you know email's been here for a while and it's not going anywhere and you know messenger is yeah i just don't trust these i mean i guess we have no choice we're stuck it seems we're getting stuck but i'm still old-fashioned where i want to try to quote unquote own my traffic quote unquote Mm -hmm. own my list i know everybody's saying oh that's old school you're all you're an old guy you know I'm still trying to get the website traffic. Okay. I'm still getting, trying to get the, you know, the email list, you know, but yeah, I mean, a lot of people don't have a website barely or just a bare minimum for brand registry. Most people are just driving traffic. Yeah. Fa- Facebook to bot to Amazon tracking, you know, but uh, I guess that's the new cool thing. But I think, like you said, the risk is updates and terms and uh, you know, you don't really have anything it feels, but I guess yeah. I'm stuck like that no matter what now. So let's move on to second point. I switched it up a little bit, but maybe you can go into the the second mistake people make. Yeah, so I mean if you're gonna if you're gonna spend so the yeah, the, the second mistake is just having a poorly set up listing, you know, a listing that isn't optimized to convert. I mean, uh, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna be spending money on paid traffic, you know, to your to your Amazon listing you want to make sure that your Amazon listing is set up to convert to the maximum extent because, you know, it's like a amp, it's, you're amplifying it. So if you're, if you're just throwing money at a listing that, you know, has a poor conversion rate, it's just going to be throwing money into nothing. Yeah. So how could somebody, I, obviously there's conversion number. I guess you just look right at your Amazon data. They give you the Amazon, they give you the conversion rates right in your reports, right? Business reports. So that'd be the best place or what other ways could somebody know they're out, they're ready or what would you even say? Yeah, I mean, some data that- I think, I think like most, a lot of people just have never had a, um, like someone else take a look at their listing and kind of critique it. And I think that would be beneficial for a lot of sellers, um, especially like the, you know, sellers that are kind of one man operations and they're just doing it themselves. Um, you know, if, if you have a team, you can have, you know, different people on the team look at it. Um, but a lot of times, you know, from customers that I look at their listings, they're, you know, they're targeting the, the keywords in their title are, you know, they're, there are keywords that have more search volume and lower competition that they could be targeting, but they're, you know, they're not, they're not targeting those. They're targeting keywords with lower search volume, higher competition. Um, you know, I've, a lot of times the images are, you know, are poorly set up, um, you know, with, with text that is hard to read in the images. And a lot of times the, you know, the, the copy and the bullet points in the description are, you know, not it doesn't make it easy to scan because you know when you think about someone you know reading an amazon listing they're probably not gonna you know read it like a novel mm-hmm. they're gonna they're they're gonna scan you know very quickly to see you know what the 
know, what the main benefits are, what the main features are. Um, and if, and if you don't do a good job of, you know, making it easy to, you know, to, to scan through the bullet points to find out what's in it for them or to, you know, quickly skim through the pictures to see, you know, what's in it for them. They're just going to click on a, on a, on another listing. Yeah. Which brings me up a couple of questions. Um, a couple of questions I have is, um, what's like a metric, you know, what's a good conversion rate that somebody should be looking at? Is it, is there a number like 10%? I mean, it's from business reports and Amazon or is it that? And then I guess also is somebody optimizing for mobile or some people joked, uh, it's almost like, uh, Amazon can turn into the man. I'm, I'm old. I'm, I'm selling. I'm old. It's a dating mm-hmm. app. Swipe, swipe, right. Tinder, Tinder uh-huh. for, uh, yeah, I'm married. Not honestly don't use it, but, uh, but, uh, you know, people are treating it, you know, just look at the picture, right? They don't even read the title. They don't even read the description. They don't read anything. Just look at the picture and make a decision, especially on mobile. Right. I mean, maybe I'll yeah. up. So maybe is ads different and for mobile and, uh, and, uh, and desktop and is, uh, you know, and then is there any kind of data that somebody should say, or is it somebody like ask somebody like you, Hey, does this look good enough for me to spend some money on Facebook or where should somebody decide to make this investment? Yeah. So with your first question in regards to good, good conversion, rate, Yeah. I think, you know, 10 to 15% is pretty good. And obviously, you know, if, if you have a, if you have a, you know, a wide product catalog, there's going to be a wide range. Like some products are just not going to convert as well. And some, you know, some categories just don't convert as well. Um, you know, especially the ones that have a lot more that are a lot more competitive. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot more, you know, comparison. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, so it's, it's really a case by case basis on what would be a good conversion rate. Um, but yeah, in, in regards to the, you know, the mobile, so one thing, you know, on mobile pictures are even more important yeah. because, you know, because the, like you don't, the, the pictures are, you know, take up the majority of the, you know, of the screen on mobile. And when you, when you look at an Amazon product on on your phone the so yeah the you know the the images are on top and the you got you got to scroll quite down to see the uh you know to see the bullet points and the description exactly so the you know people are just going to scroll through the scroll through the images so you want you know you want a variety of you know secondary images that you know show off your product being used and can so, so a would be customer can imagine themselves, you know, using the product. Um, and it's not like, uh, Oh, people are lazy, which, you know, I mean, we, we, our attention spans are shorter and shorter. Um, but we process visual information so much faster. So, you know, the images are a great opportunity to, you know, to, to give them a snapshot of what your product can do, what your product can do for them and how it can help them. All right. And there's also the image size, right? Taller, 
on mobile than Square on desktop, something like this? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. All right. Let's um, move to the third mistake, which is you have not split testing. So mm -hmm. like similar to maybe the first one or the landing pages or traffic measuring, what, what can people do uh, to know what's working or not, right? You know, people, so many people just probably uh -huh. spend money and don't measure. So, so this is a way of measuring. Yeah, I mean, like a, a lot of customers will reach out to us and say, hey, my, you know, my Facebook ad isn't performing well. And we say, okay, you know, take a, send us a screenshot of your, your ads and, you know, your creative and copy and the, the, the audiences that you're, you know, that you're running. And a lot of times they're just, you know, they're running it to one audience. Uh, they have one image and one piece of text. And uh, it's just... I mean, unless you're a really good experienced advertiser that has, you know, a very good understanding of your niche and your, you know, your, your customers and the, their pain points and, and the solution that your product provides. Um, and you're, you know, you're a, you're a really good advertiser. It's just hard to, to get it right on the first go. Um, I mean, that's, this is, this is what, you know, digital advertising has, has how it's changed the game because you can put out you know, different images and different pieces of copy and test them to see, you know, what performs better. So if you're, if you're not, if you're not putting out, you know, different versions of the ad, if you're just putting out one thing, it's just hard to get it right on the first go. Um, and that, you know, that goes for the image, the, the text, but also the audience that you're running to, um, you know, and, and for, for Amazon products, if you, if you have a history of sales, it's usually best to, to run to a lookalike audience. Mm. You know, you can, you can, you can upload, uh, you know, your, your sales history or I'm sorry, you can download your, your sales history from seller central and then you can, you know, take the, take the buyer names and the shipping addresses and then you can upload that into Facebook and create a lookalike audience so that you target people that are similar to them based on, you know, all the data that Facebook has. And it's not a, it's not a hundred percent match rate. Typically it's like, you know, let's say 30% match rate. So, you know, if you have a thousand contact details from Amazon, you know, you might match with about 300 on Facebook. Yeah. So, you know, you need, you need a, you need a big list for it to, for it to, you know, work well. Um, but, uh, you know, with, with those lookalike audiences, sometimes, you know, sometimes a very narrow audience works best and sometimes a wider audience works best. So, you know, when you, when you set up the lookalike audience, it goes from 1% to 10%, 1% being the most narrow and most, most closely matching to your list and 10% being, you know, the widest kind of like a, a shotgun approach. And, um, you know, yeah, like I said, sometimes the, sometimes the narrow ones work, sometimes the wider ones work. So, you know, it, testing that, um, you know, put, putting it out and testing it with different audiences um, and seeing which one works best for your particular campaign. Um, that's going to get you the best results instead of, you know, just throwing up one audience and, and hoping for the best. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I, I'm weak in my Facebook ad knowledge, but yeah, I mean, audiences just to summer, maybe there's others listening to that aren't fully clear, but 
it's definitely an amazing tip you gave, like tapping into your Amazon data. A lot of people think you don't have too much data. Of course, you don't get the email, the, the, the naked email, real email, but you can pull like yeah, shipping addresses, names, which can help mm-hmm. you with creating a, a lookalike audience, which means basically the Amazon, of course, and Facebook, they're data companies, right? These guys have massive data. So by you putting yeah. these your customer list or data from Amazon, technically, I guess it's Amazon customers, but I guess they share you certain information into Facebook. It'll create an audience that lookalikes is similar to and says, it'll hopefully target to similar people that have similar likes. And uh, so that's the main thing to be testing. I mean, I guess there's so much other stuff honestly uh, i think some people get overwhelmed with so much to test they don't even know what to test or you know yeah, yeah. this is the this is where i get stuck because you can test yeah. you can have multiple landing pages right you got right. multiple lists right, right, right. kind of i think there's splitly and others like on yeah. testing data and the landing in the listing page mm-hmm. there's so much like i think you you helped us with that campaign where we did different coupon amounts right so what works is yeah you test how much coupon discount do you give? Like where I said earlier, a verified review only 20, 30%, uh, or do you go down to like 75, 70%? I mean, there's so much things to test, you know, the ad itself to test. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's just so much. So I guess yeah, this is, this is where I get overwhelmed, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. And this, this is a really good point. A lot of like another, another big mistake is testing too many things, especially like, you know, some we you know i've come across customers that tested 10 different images in one campaign and um using using facebook's uh dynamic creative feature which is a is a great feature but it it's not perfect um so if you put up like 10 different images they 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 don't they don't cycle it through evenly so you know it, it might be that the the image that would perform best never gets any impressions so it's it's usually best to just like you know just test a few different things at once let's say you know two or three images at once and then you know two pieces of copy and two audiences those are you know those are probably going to be the you know biggest things you can test and then once you have a winner for that then you can you know test test some elements on the landing page. Um, but yeah, you don't want to, you don't want to run too many tests at once because it, yeah, like you said, it gets overcomplicated. And so, yeah. So, I mean, you know, what I recommend is sequential testing, you know, so test, test a couple audiences, test a couple images, test, you know, copy, and then based on, you know, take those winners and, you know, maybe then test some, you know, two different landing pages. Um, and then once you have the landing page then maybe test a couple more images, you know, and the more you do these tests, you're going to get the cost down lower and lower. But if you're testing too many things at once, it's costs are going to, you know, get out of hand because it takes, it takes a while for Facebook to find a winner on the test. Agreed. Yeah. That's kind of my other point is sometimes, smaller sellers or with less budget at least you know you gotta spend money to learn right to get the data yeah you yeah. kind of gotta expect take money what's a what's a good budget somebody should say hey i want to get started with this you know 500 bucks thousand bucks 100 bucks 20 bucks yeah i mean it, it it depends on like if you're if your goal is to hit page one ranking you know you you do the math to see 
you know, how many sales are the, you know, the products on page one making and kind of, you know, do some reverse engineering to figure out, you know, what's it going to, how many, let's say you got to make, you got to make 30 sales in a month to get to page one. Um, so, you know, if you're doing a ranking campaign of, you know, a high discount, only run that for like one week. So, you know, if that's 30 sales in a month, so in a week, that's what? Like eight, oh, man. let's say, know, man. let's say 10, <laughs> just for, just, just for simplicity purposes, let's say 10. So you gotta, you gotta make 10 sales in a week. And if you're giving out coupons, it's usually, I don't know, let's say three to one coupon claim to actual sale. So you got to give out 30 coupons and you know, let's say it'll at first the costs are going to be high cause you're, you know, you're testing things. Um, so, you know, let's say at first it's $10 a lead, but then you get it down to, you know, a dollar a lead. So I think if, if you had to make 30 sales, yeah. Or you got to make 10 sales, 30, 30 coupons. I mean, you could you could probably do that with a couple hundred bucks. Okay, that sounds really reasonable. So, thanks, Thomas. I'm 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 really I appreciate you. You know, not holding back and sharing a lot of insights here. So let's uh, wrap up, but let's of course talk about LandingCube.com. It's a it's a great software. You know, you've been doing a great job. You know, with sharing amazing not knowledge and content also you have like an academy on the on the site like a full kind of like blog full of amazing knowledge people should check out too totally free and um how is that going or how can people maybe share a little bit about what the software is and what it can do yeah yeah so you know as we you know as you mentioned earlier it's a super you know super simple intuitive landing page generator for amazon so you basically just you know take take your Amazon URL, plug it into our tool and it, you know, it, it, it scrapes your, you know, your product title, the, the images, bullet points, description, um, and then, you know, also five-star reviews and, you know, generates a landing page within, you know, within seconds. We have a few different uh, design templates to choose from and there's some customization opti- uh, options. You can, you can turn turn email uh, opt-in on or off, um, you know, you, you upload coupon codes and super easy integrations with the Facebook Pixel, Google Analytics. Um, you, can, you can drive traffic through keyword targeted URLs that, you know, you can build those within our tool, you know, two-step, two-step URLs and uh, those sorts of things. Um, so, you know, it, 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 takes, it takes five minutes to build the landing page. Um, and then, uh, yeah, then, you know, drive traffic from around the web, whether that's Facebook ads or, you know, or, you know, your own email list or wherever you want to. Yeah. 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 Any, anywhere where you can put a link in, you can drive traffic from to the landing page and then, uh, you know, collect emails, give out a coupon code and then drive them to Amazon to, to buy. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's definitely, I mean, I think, as a user myself, I think it's about being simple, right? Like you just, you don't have to worry about designing a landing page, you know, yeah, it just pulls in data already you made in Amazon and creates a quick one and then 
out of the box. You can get the Facebook pixel pretty straightforward and the email capture system. And it has also like the countdown timers and it kind of helps mm-hmm. you managing the countdowns for you automatically for the scarcity yep. and other yeah, things. A lot. People don't realize they got to have plugins or they got to have, you know, design or different themes and things. It's all right there, which is pretty helpful. Yeah. I mean, it, it makes it super easy to, you know, to build landing, you know, you can build, you can build a hundred landing pages in a day if you wanted to. Um, it, you know, it makes it super easy and, uh, you know, various elements that increase conversions that, you know, are just drag and drop, no, no coding or anything like that. Um, yeah. So yeah, you know, it, it just, it makes it, makes it easy for Amazon sellers to drive traffic from off Amazon to Amazon, build up a email list and, you know, make more sales and boost their rankings. Yeah. So definitely people check it out. Support. I mean, the Landcube team has always been very supportive of what we do here. And I always appreciate that. Thanks for sharing so much today, Thomas. And we'll link up all of this on our show notes, as well as of course, people can go to lenningcube.com and, and other ways to, uh, to find you guys. So thanks. Thanks again, Thomas. My pleasure, Mike. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Alvin, for editing this podcast. I pay Alvin and the rest of my team with GoRemit.hk. It's a cross-border payments solution, and I know the founding team really well. Over the years, they've been working very hard listening to users like us that want a low-cost way to send small payments cross-border into China, Philippines, Thailand, Vietnam, and other places. So as you grow your online team, as you grow your different supplier base, if you need to make any kind of size, but small, big payments for maybe your workers and your suppliers and others, check them out, www.goremit.hk, and it would be great to let them know GFA sent you. They really support the show, and they've been an ongoing sponsor that we really appreciate. Thank you, Go Remit. Thank you, Thomas, for sharing that information. I know some of you guys have been asking me for more Amazon content. We bounce all over the place here. I know Clint is listening, and he suggests we get more focused here. And I, I don't know. I like to kind of mix it up. And I think it's interesting information for business owners crossing the border between these different worlds it's like going into different borders different worlds but this is the blah 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 session and uh we're still in the backseat of the car how much time is how much time is it to get there yeah we only got five minutes so today's blah 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 is going to be until i get to the uh end destination of our (laughs) drunk driving assistant bicycle driver journey (laughs) So, Dave, did you have fun? Okay, the there's been a little bit of interruption here with our outro. I call this the outro. We had uh, the condom came off of the driver's seat. We're in the destination parking lot. Dave, are you 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 safe to park the car? Yes, <laughs> okay. Well, we just had a pretty great uh, dinner time. I should drink, you know. Dave, I'm gonna, maybe I should start drinking. Whoa, whoa. Oh, we tried to... S- 
We tried to steal the bike driver, drunk driver service guy's phone. <laughs> he came back and and got it. Well, this has been an interesting transaction. I don't know. Does this exist in the U.S., Dave? This kind of thing. Isn't this cool? I mean, China does do things now that are, like, not yet done in the U.S. I think it's a great service. Some guy can meet you in your parking lot on his bike, put in the backseat in the trunk of your car, drive you where you need to go, and uh, you have your car the next day. You don't you don't got to go take a cab and then the next day go find it and stuff like that. So I definitely think it's probably saved a lot of lives and drunk driving accidents so hope okay dave is parking but yeah i mean i hope you all enjoy you know we try to get some amazon content we you know i listen to clint our listener and newsletter reader about some of the vast types of content we have you know china hosting and amazon and and uh, protests and all this crazy stuff, but I think, yeah, you know, I I think I categorize it under the cross-border trade world uh, in Asia, um, you know, stuff we need to know about. So, thank you so much for listening. The car is parked, and uh, it's a late night, so we're gonna cut the blah 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 session a little bit early. Okay, everybody, thank you for listening, and uh, see you next time. Bye bye. To get more info about running an international business, please visit our website at www.globalfromasia.com. That's www.globalfromasia.com. Also, be sure to subscribe to our iTunes feed. Thanks for tuning in.